Welcome back to another episode of the Shoot Style Wrestling Podcast. Again, with your hosts, Martin Barraza and Manuel Ramos. Hey, hey. Manny, how are you this week? Good, good. Um, a little bit of the, the, the Sunday scaries. Kind of wish I didn't have to work tomorrow, but otherwise doing great. What about you? I am doing pretty good. Like you said, uh, Sunday. Sunday's bittersweet because... It's the it's the end of the of the end of the weekend, and it's a painful reminder of the start of the work week. But but we can we are delighting our listeners to another episode of the pod. That's true, and then and then for better or for worse, I have Raw to uh, watch tomorrow. So yeah, yes, yes, we all do. Uh, but starting off again, we have some news emanating from the WWE. A popular superstar has left the promotion, and that superstar is Cesaro. Cesaro's contract eventually ran out, and he decided to part ways with the WWE, deciding not to renew his contract. There's a lot of speculation and rumors regarding his exit, but one is that the WWE reportedly offered him a contract that Cesaro didn't want to sign. Um... Cesaro was growing incredibly frustrated that there were no plans for him within the last couple of weeks of the WWE. As we noted, Cesaro was a key figure that was missing in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Um, but uh, some of the speculations are a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff is coming out. A lot of it is indicating that Cesaro grew incredibly frustrated with his position on the card and the WWE's vision of him, especially Vince McMahon. Vincent McMahon saw him as a utility man, a man that can have great matches with anybody, but lacked the charisma to be pushed to the main event. Cesaro, unfortunately, Cesaro did have some spots in the main event only to have his push stopped, i.e. his feud with Seth Rollins, i.e. his feud with Roman Reigns last year. With Cesaro gone from the WWE, Manny, what are your thoughts about his exit? Well, it's 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 bittersweet for me because uh, Cesaro is actually one of my favorite wrestlers, and I I really thoroughly enjoyed every match that he that he had. Uh, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't we say he had uh, one of, if not the best match for WrestleMania? Was it Night One, the one with uh, with Seth? Yeah, was that is that yes, right? Yeah, that was. Oh my gosh, that was so it was so good, and. Um, I don't think I've ever seen a bad match with that with that man. Uh, I think I think Simon Miller said that too on uh, on um, his video that he posted about about Cesaro. And when he when he mentioned it, I was like, yeah, that's that's true. I've, I I can't remember ever thinking to myself, yeah, that's that's a bad match with uh, Cesaro. But I mean, I'm, I'm glad for him in the sense that he gets to leave WWE. He has a fresh start, and hopefully, he can. I don't want to say revive his career, but, you know, uh, jumpstart his career uh, a little bit because he's kind of just been stuck in catering, unfortunately. That's a shame because you really have a, a tremendous talent or had a tremendous talent on your roster. and You just let him sit there. And, and unfortunately, every time he would get a push, it was just it, what it really felt like is just because he would get a push because there was no one else for for example, Roman to, to face. So just by default, uh, they were like, oh, yeah, you, come on. Uh, let's build you up so Roman can take you right back down <laughs> in, uh, in two, three weeks. But 
but like I said, it, it is it is bittersweet. You know, I'm I'm gonna miss seeing him on my WWE television screen, but I'm looking forward to wherever he he decides to show up. Now, where he shows up, I'm not sure. Uh, you know, everybody seems to think <laughs> when somebody's available, the immediate thought now is, oh, are they gonna get an AEW? And honestly. Mm-hmm. I would love him to be in AEW, but again, as we have said time and time again, at least at this current time, the way it is, the roster is just too bloated. So very bloated. I I, I don't know. It's 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 hard. You know, it's hard because they 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 really they really can't afford to to hire any more any more talent. At least not not at the moment. Maybe maybe in a year from now or whenever when they start. Uh, letting contracts expire and they don't renew people, and then yeah, sure, go ahead. But at the time being, it, it just it just wouldn't make sense. So um, I'm looking forward to see where, where he lands and just checking out uh, what he ends up doing um, in the new promotion that he's at. But but yeah, it's 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 kind of unfortunate that they just wasted a, another talent. But I'm not surprised at all. That's kind of WWE's mo, you know. So it is what it is. Yeah, to to give credit to the WWE though, they did offer him a contract, and I think, well, we we as fans, we really wanted him to get pushed. He, and I think, yeah, his promos might have been not been his strong suit, but I think Vince could have put him with. I think he at one point he was with Seb, Seb Coulter, right, early in his his run. Yeah, that and sounds right. Yeah, that sounds right. If you if you put him if you put him with a manager that could talk, I think Cesaro would have been like I'm not saying to Brock Lesnar's level, but look at what they did with Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Early in his career with, with Paul Heyman. And I think if you had somebody with Cesaro that can cut promos for him and let Cesaro work and do his in ring work, do the talking, Cesaro could have been a bigger star. Mm-hmm. Um Again, a manager is now a dying breed. Only a selected few are able to get those mouthpieces. But I think it's unfortunate that the WWE couldn't find a bigger role and kind of reward him for being in the WWE for a long time. I think he was in the WWE for 11 years. Yeah, 10, 11 years. Yeah. Yeah. And he started off in Ring of Honor and then eventually signed sign with the WWE I think he might have been one of Triple H's first original first signings if I'm mistaken well, uh, wasn't he, uh, he um, Paul Heyman was high on him right yeah he was a Paul Heyman guy yeah but again unfortunately once once you're once Vince sees you some way unfortunately it is very hard for you to get out of it unless you're Daniel Bryan but or Bryan Danson yes yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's unfortunate. I think Cesaro Cesaro has a good opportunity to go anywhere he wants. Again, like you said, AEW is probably going to want to you know call him, but yeah, the roster is very bloated. But I think Cesaro would just need a new for himself a new repackage. Yeah, uh, a new name, um, and just a new a new outlook instead of. His gimmick was kind of like a Swiss James Bond type. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I mean, the WWE just lost a very good talent, a very good worker, and a guy who, a guy in the mid-card who can, you know, use to elevate anybody. But, but you know, we'll see, we'll see where Cesaro ends up. 
looking forward to watching him in his next in his next endeavor. So, yeah. Moving on forward, we, you know, we we had two new episodes of one for Monday Night Raw <laughs> and one for SmackDown. There's some good bits and some bad bits in in each show, and we'll talk about Raw first. Um, to kick off Raw, we had the you the new reigning defending undisputed WWE World Heavyweight Champion Barack Lesnar. No, that's not Paul Heyman doing it. It's Brock Lesnar. No. Brock Lesnar came out to do a promo because Cowboy he's now a oh, Cowboy, Cowboy Brock. Brock. I love Brock. Cowboy Brock. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> rocking his Stetson and his Ariad, <laughs> yes. his Ariad stuff. You know. Yes. And. Yeah, smiling and it, taking pictures and looking all happy <laughs> and smiling well i well vince vince wants his uh combat sports uh athletes to smile more and we'll get that <laughs> we'll we'll touch more on that in a bit um but yeah he came out doing a promo very happy that that brock had this good promo skill great but they're pretty good promo skills and i came to better than i expected yeah, better that, than yeah. I expected because we yeah. were so conditioned because as yeah. Paul was with him so long, we thought uh-huh. this dude can't talk. He's yeah. just an amazing athlete. Mm-hmm. But then here comes out here comes the walrus. Here <laughs> comes the walrus, Paul Heyman. And and he comes out and tells Brock that he's not gonna make it to Mania because now the main matchup it was announced on Raw that it would be on night two, which is on Sunday. The main event, the main event of night two is the WWE Universal Championship match between Brock and Roman. Well, winner take and, all. Winner take yeah, all. it's, it's going to be a winner take all, winner take all match. But uh, according to Paul Heyman, Brock is not going to make it because not going to make it as champion to that match because. And this was announced to us, to the audience. There is going to be a Madison Square Garden house show in March, in the first week of March. The and fifth, Brock, I the fifth. Thank mm-hmm. you. And and Brock is scheduled to defend the WWE Championship against Bobby Lashley if he clears protocol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I think that was kind of stupid because again. We all know that he's not going to make it. Even he's not even going to make it a mania because of his no, shoulder injury. No. But for some reason, you know that little caveat that Paul threw in there. If he clears concussion protocol, like come on, dude, we already know. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, same exchange, kind of the same babyface promo for Brock, indicating that no, he's going to make it and he's going to beat Roman. Uh, what do you think of that so far? What's your excitement level going into the match? Uh, you, you, know, I'm be, Raw? you know, I'm going to be very honest. Uh, when, I, when I was talking to you about, about this match, I wasn't very excited because they've, they've done this to death. This is what, the, the fifth or sixth time that, uh, that we're going to oh, see yeah. Roman? Yeah, at, at least yeah. five or six times. But Yeah, and now they're building it as the biggest WrestleMania <laughs> match ever. <laughs> Stupendous is that there? I forget. Remind uh, me, is, is that? Oh what yeah, stupendous. Stupendous? yeah, stupendous. <laughs> it's a stupendous. It's gonna be a stupendous show. <laughs> but uh, I'm not gonna lie, man. After after seeing the the promos on Monday and everything, I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm actually a little bit more excited uh, uh, about this match. And 
And just just to mention just a little bit about the whole Bobby thing. Look, I understand that they always have an ace up their sleeve with a card subject to change. I know that's their uh, get out of jail card for everything. But come on, like they, they they really think that we're that stupid sometimes. Like we we all well, I shouldn't say we all know, but but people who follow follow WWE and, and wrestling, like we do, and our and also our, our listening audience, of course, we all know what's going on with Bobby. We all know he's not going to show up at Mania. So why why even keep why mention that? Why keep saying that that oh if Bobby clears and. It, Bobby's not going to go anywhere except for the operating table, unfortunately. Yeah. So, and it's such that, a shame. And it, yeah. It's just, it just, it really annoys me that they really think that we're that stupid sometimes. But, anyways, I just wanted just to mention that and get off my chest. But, but, uh, but like I said, I, I'm actually really starting to get excited for this match. Um, and also, the little sprinkle that is getting me excited is uh, that they mention that it's winner take all. So, um, mm-hmm. Kind of like uh, I think I mentioned on the last podcast uh, that I thought that they were going to unify the belts, and it, it looks like they are. I think they mentioned mm-hmm. it um, the other day. I think it was Thursday or something. So um, that kind of has me excited and intrigued just to see um, what they're going to do forward after they uh, they unify the belts. But yeah, I'm actually I'm actually really looking forward to this now. I really am. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. Um... And yeah, yeah, we'll see. I hope they have a good match because, look, yeah, the build is great because they're two world champions. You got you got Roman with his new gimmick, which is amazing. You got now Cowboy. You call him Cowboy Brock. <laughs> Cowboy Brock. Yes. Cowboy Brock, and all of a sudden he can talk, <laughs> and he just and he does the same thing. He kicks everybody's ass. So mm-hmm. it it it's exciting. It, it's exciting, but and we'll we'll see how it is. On in WrestleMania, moving forward on Raw, I'm just gonna highlight some of the things that we think were were big things of the show and have sprinkled have you know potential storyline store sprinkles of storyline leading to potential matches going into Mania. Um, we touched on this one. We had a Miz TV. We had a Miz TV with the Miz and the Mysterios. Again, we talked about it in the last week in last week's pod. Check it out, True Style Wrestling Podcast, in the in the episodes. Um, Miss teased that he was going to have a new partner. <sighs> that he was a fighting. That he came from a fighting family, and <laughs> yep. and that he was very famous and had a lot of clout, and he dashing. Right, he, he mentioned in dashing. He Coming mentioned from in a family of idiots. But continue, continue. Yeah, <laughs> came dashing. So there was a promo exchange, basically calling out. Miz was calling out Dominic Mysterio, saying that he didn't deserve to be there, and he only got there because <laughs> of Myster- of Ray Mysterio being his father. So. Then the big reveal came, and I think this is where me and you wanted to break our television sets. Mm-hmm. Logan Paul is scheduled to appear <laughs> on WrestleMania as a competitor. What? The uh, fuck? And and we we both knew that's what they were gonna do last week, but we just didn't want to. Yeah, we didn't, didn't want to break the tease, but yeah, we we both saw that coming. Yeah, it's just uh, WTF, basically. Yeah, it was just terrible, terrible, but. 
I, it's just what. As and, as much as 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 much as I know you don't you're not a big fan of, of Bad Bunny, but I would rather have Bad Bunny than to see this idiot. Because at least at least with Bad Bunny, even though I'm not a fan of, of his, his music per se, but I, I definitely respect the the passion and the effort that he has for the business, and he actually looks half decent um in the ring. So yeah, and but you choose this idiot. But go ahead. Yeah. Uh, he came out. He had the stupid. Hey, he's a he's a great heel though because everybody hates him. I want to kick him in the face. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. So I mean, as a, in terms of a heel, I think Vince has it. I just think he shouldn't be there. You have other talented superstars that could be in WrestleMania. This is the reason why Vince cannot create new stars, and we got to see Big Bad Dollar and, Bill and, every and, five minutes when he got when he doesn't have anybody. Because, and, and, didn't, and, and didn't Ray? I'm sorry, didn't don't mean to interrupt you, but didn't Ray no. Mysterio kind of mention that in his promo too? Basically, that you're 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 taking the spot of somebody in the back that could be in Mania, referring to to Paul. I could have swore he said something like that in his promo. Yeah, I, I think he did too. And once Paul came out, I think Dominic had both of our everything that was going on in our heads. He's like, "Is this guy's your partner? We <laughs> yeah. accept. We accept." Yes. And then that prompted them to get their ass kicked. Skull crushing finale on Mysterio, <laughs> and then Logan Paul did a very bad skull crushing finale. Yeah, I think it looked it was terrible. On Dominic, terrible. And there we go. We're where we have the match set pretty much. Dominic and Mysterio, the Mysterio <laughs> against the Miz and Logan Paul. That is my piss match. That is my break match. Snag I hope this match everything. Snag everything. I hope this match doesn't last longer than 10 minutes, but what are your thoughts about this match? I think it's shit. I mean, I, I can't really <laughs> sugarcoat it. I think it's shit. And for, uh, yeah, okay, fine. Granted, I'll, I'll give it to you. Yes, as far as a heel, yeah, he, he does have it. But, but partly it's because so many people just don't like him just because of his YouTube career. Because I think I think he's a douchebag. And to me, he has like, mm-hmm. a, like a jerk face. You just want to punch. You just want to stick it in his face. But this is no, I I don't like this man. Like I understand you're trying to get the celebrity, quote unquote, celebrity, celebrity uh, influence in in mania because you want people outside of of like our bubble to to tune in, of course. But mm-hmm. I think this is just the, the wrong the wrong thing to do, and it really annoys me that you're you're taking the spot from somebody in the back who's paid their dues and and just honestly would would be better off putting them uh instead of having having this idiot but i i have no interest in this in this match and and he jake paul he's i don't think he's 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 not gonna look good because i still remember granted i know it's been about a year and maybe he's gotten better but i highly doubt it but i remember how he even took that uh stunner from ko he looked terrible Oh, so man. How, how is he how is he gonna sell how is he gonna like what is he gonna do is he just gonna just start swinging and pretend he's boxing like kind of a la uh, ronda rousey just start one yeah or just... or uh mayweather when he fought the big show oh, that was man. that was another crap match <laughs> yeah that was that wasn't very very good either but yeah i i have no interest in this match i have no interest in, in seeing this man on 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 my TV screen, especially during my my uh, 
my WWE TV time. I, I, I don't want this. I just want him to go away. Just go away. Stay in your little corner of YouTube. Have your little like teeny bop kid fans and and cater mm-hmm. to them and ha- get rich off of them. But I, I you're not getting anything from me. I might sound like an old grump, but just go over there, sit in your corner, and leave me the hell alone. Yeah, but unfortunately, for the second straight year, Logan Paul will be in WrestleMania. How oh, he got he got booed. Uh, like fiercely last year, right? Yeah, I actually got a real good kick out of just getting booed tremendously last year. That that was the only thing I could say that I enjoyed out of his appearance, and, and hopefully, at least, I will have that this year again. But I guess we'll see. Yeah, but move. Uh, yeah, but you know, moving on from the insignificant, yes, we please. have. <laughs> Uh, we had a match between Damian Priest and Shelvin Benjamin. Uh, Damian Priest went over, and during this during this match, after this match, he cut a promo saying that there has been a list of world champions that he has beaten. And Priest said he's fought serious athletes, serious fighters, and he's remained the United States champion. Priest said he's next week, which is tomorrow, he's putting up the United States championship on the line against somebody that is world championship caliber and priest wondered who is going to try to take the title from him and we cue best names one of the best theme songs in the wwe right now finn balor mm-hmm. came out and showed up for a promo and said he wants to that if he wants to face a world champion level opponent he's talking about finn balor and they will fight this upcoming Raw, which will be tomorrow, mm-hmm. for the United States Champion. Preview your preview of this match, and what do you think is going to happen? Well, before I talk about the match, uh, I forgot about Benjamin and Alexander. <laughs> I forgot they were still there. And then uh, another thing that kind of confused me is I forgot that either I forgot or I didn't realize that they're the, still the Hurt Business. So, <laughs> I'm just like, oh man, that okay. was another botch. Uh, yeah, but a- anyways, anyways, so this match, yeah, I, I think it's going to be a good match tomorrow. Um, I'm really actually that's one of the matches I'm actually looking forward to watching uh, tomorrow because honestly, when when I watch Raw, it's it's three hours and we probably get what maybe in total maybe. 30 minutes of wrestling 45 minutes yeah of 30 to 45 yeah minutes. so the rest of it is just promos and skits and whatever 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 so but um that's actually the five ten minutes or whatever it's gonna go i'm actually looking forward to that match because i actually is probably gonna be a really good match um as far as what i think is gonna happen i i know we were talking um earlier and you did mention that you think that there's going to be a title change tomorrow and now that i that you mentioned it and i started to think about it i kind of tend to agree with you i think there is going to be a title uh change tomorrow and i think partly because i don't know if if you remember you mentioning this maybe you might have mentioned this maybe a week or two ago you think that damian priest is gonna turn is gonna turn heel so I think I, so. I, I think so. I think his championship brain has lost a lot of steam. Yeah. So I think this is probably a good opportunity to not only give something to to Finn uh, as far as 
get them on TV, get them out there, get, give them something to do, and hopefully have a have a nice little title run. But this also will give, uh, if they do it, uh, give Damien a pre, uh, priest a chance to just kind of switch gears, turn heel, and just um, see where it goes with that. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't I don't think his title reign has, has been terrible per se. But uh, it, it definitely is a little stale. It's definitely gotten a little stale. It, it feels like um, like it definitely needs a uh, it needs to get changed up a little bit. So yeah, I, I honestly think you are probably right. There is probably going to be a title change change tomorrow, and that'll be the beginning of Damian turning heel. So as far as where that goes, we'll see. But um, regardless, I think it will be a tremendous match and I'm actually happy that they're if, if they pull the trigger of course I don't want to make it seem like they're going to but uh, if they do decide to change titles uh, I'm happy that uh, Finn is uh, going to get a, hopefully a nice little run with the title because um, they really need to put him more on TV because that's another talent that they're just wasting away and at least do something with them. So, yeah, I mean, we'll see where it goes, but the match I'm positive will be very good tomorrow. Yep, and we will we will tune in to watch that match tomorrow night on Raw. Mm-hmm. Moving moving forward, we had Bianca Belair cut a promo on Becky Lynch um, saying that there were she meant there were some tough women in the elimination chamber, um, especially Dewdrop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she is the only one that could be the toughest, hardest working match, and she will show she will show Becky Lynch that you can't spell WrestleMania without a little EST. Becky Lynch show <laughs> Becky Lynch showed up <laughs> and saying to go to the back of the line and that Belair has beaten every woman that she stepped in the ring with her. Lynch claimed she was the victim while noting that the people loved her because she was the man of the people. Lynch got a hero's welcome at SummerSlam, but because of Belair, the despite And now Lynch dismisses Belair. Said you saw what you did to Lita, who loves who she loves, so you should see what she does to somebody to somebody despises like Belair. So Belair threatened to make Lynch the victim. And then we had Dewdrop come out for a match. I think it was a good promo. It continues to set up their build towards towards their match at WrestleMania for the Raw Women's Championship. So far, what what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts of of that match going forward? You know, I, I like both of them. They're really good workers. Belair's mic skills, they're not terrible, but they're definitely they're not they're not the best uh, yeah I, you can I tell do. they're not on level with no with no not at all not at all so that's one of those things that um i would say is a little lackluster as far as as far as with uh, bel-air but overall you know i, I always you know say good things about bel-air i i, I definitely love me some uh, bianca bel-air mm-hmm. but um i don't know i'm i'm not really i know I'm, i am eventually going to get there but at, at least at, for the time being as we speak right now I'm not that excited for this match. I, I really am, and I, I'm really not, I should say. And I think I think part of the reason is because I'm still really disappointed that we didn't get Becky versus Ronda this year at at, uh, at Mania. Well, they got to give think, her to Charlotte, you know? <laughs> uh, Charlotte, yeah. Charlotte gets first dibs on everything. Yes, and I think... Uh, 
I think uh, Becky versus Ronda would have made a lot more sense. And that's how I would have booked it. So a little tease for a future uh, podcast that we're going to uh, be putting out soon. Um, but mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I just I just don't feel it right now. And it's and it's unfortunate because I really love both of them. But at the moment, I just I'm just not that excited for it at all right now. Yeah, they got to well, ramp up the build. They really do. I mean, w- will my feelings change next week after tomorrow? Yeah, maybe if if they give me something good, but currently I I just I don't feel anything right now for it, man. It's just it is what it is, you know. Yeah, because the build is not there. Because right now the build is well, Bianca had a very good run with the title. Becky Lynch came back and beat the crap out of her in 15 seconds, and mm-hmm. she's out to get revenge. That's really the build. There's nothing even more personal that they've done. No, uh, no. So. And it's not even to see who's the best or anything, but yeah, they gotta ra- they gotta ramp up the build right now. Like you said, right now I'm kind of meh on this match, and it shouldn't because you got two talented superstars, two very talented superstars, two very talented athletes that are going that are going one on one in the match. So exactly, exactly. But but hopefully, fingers crossed, they will they will ramp it up and they will eventually get there. But right now, it's just it's just not doing it for me. Moving forward, we hear from my the most fa- my favorite superstar of all time. We hear from Edge, mm-hmm. and he had a chair. And it's time for a promo where he looks, where he looks on the camera, and he, his face is so skinny. You it's can see scary. the outline. Yeah, you can see the outlines of his cheekbones. It's like somebody sucked sucked all the fatness <laughs> from his face, and he looks so scary. And it's such a shame because I remember when he looked like a rock star. Pretty much his promo was that he worked very hard to get back to WrestleMania. Made references to his first WrestleMania, WrestleMania 3, where he would sit by the radio and he heard Hulk beating Andre. And then he spoke about this first WrestleMania that he took part as a talent. That was WrestleMania 14. That was in 1998. Mm. It took him two more years to to get on the card and that was a famous wrestlemania 17 and teaser for a future pod we will be reviewing that wrestlemania so stay mm-hmm. tuned for that pod um against it was that big tlc match where it was edge and christian the dudleys and the heart uh, yes very good um kiss. yes he gave a shout out to devon dudley who had recent surgery and then Edge talked about his WrestleMania moments, about WrestleMania 21, winning the Money in the Bank match. He knew, and fun, he didn't even want to be in that match. Crazy. Uh, the match that he had against McFoley here in Chicago, where yep. he had the flaming table, and he looked like he was he was like having a seizure after he, <laughs> he speared after he speared Foley to the table. He WrestleMania <clears throat> 24 as Hall of Famer under. And he thought that WrestleMania 27 was his last match where he fought Alberto Del Rio for the for the World Heavyweight Championship. He talks about WrestleMania's in his dreams and WrestleMania. And he he says that the WrestleMania energy that he gets can be phenomenal. There's one one tid there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that WrestleMania <laughs> Edge said he needs WrestleMania and WrestleMania needs him. Edge said, I need someone to step up. You want to prove yourself at WrestleMania? You stand across the ring 
at WrestleMania against the man who is still the best in this industry today. Eh. Uh, a certifiable <laughs> legend. And that's coming from me. Um, a certifiable legend. You fight me at WrestleMania and I'll make you live forever. Edge said somebody to step up because he'll be waiting. And then Edge ended up finishing the promo and leaving with his music playing. Nobody interrupted. Uh, Manny. What did you think of this promo, and who did you who will step up to the rated R Superstars Challenge? Well, I I always <laughs> enjoy Edge's promos. Uh, it's always intense, and I think part of the reason why it's so intense just because, like you you mentioned earlier, his face just not only the <laughs> facial expressions that he has, but just the fact that he just looks scary. And I think that's that's part of it. That's part of the intensity and, and part of the promo. So, you know, I, I'm I'm a little terrified, but it's it's good, man. It's good. As far as who I think he's gonna face, um, I know he he dropped a little mention of um, maybe Finn. Not not obviously directly saying their names, but you know, a little planting a little seeds with little mentions, um, a little Cody reference, uh, an AJ reference, but. Who I think it's going to be, I really think it's going to be AJ. Just because mm-hmm. just because AJ has actually talked about that he really wants a match with Edge. And mm-hmm. I know AJ recently resigned with WWE. And I don't know this for a fact, but I have a feeling that part of him resigning, he was probably like, okay, I'll resign. But one of the things I want you to do for me is I want to have a match with Edge at WrestleMania this year. So I, re- I really do think it's going to be AJ. And <laughs> two mid-40 40, uh, 40 guys wrestling at WrestleMania uh, this year. And, and I don't mean that in a bad way. A- a- AJ is, is still a, a ageless wonder. He's, what, 44? Does that sound right? Yeah, 40, AJ, can, AJ can go. And Edge can, can go still with go. somebody that can go, too. Yeah, prove that so, against Seth. Yeah, so I think... If they make this match, I think it's going to be really, <laughs> a really, really good match. Uh, do I dare say uh, dream match? Maybe, but um, but no, I, I really think it's going to be AJ, and I think it's I think the match is going to be uh, stupendous. <laughs> I bet you thought I was going to say phenomenal, but no, no, I got to keep the tag uh, line going. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a company man. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, I know Vince would love you. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think it's gonna be AJ as well. If you if you notice, AJ has been kind of on his own like dream match type of matches for WrestleMania. I think he fought Chris Jericho. He fought Shane, but Shane is not a dream match. <laughs> no. With his terrible punches, I think a five year old can punch better than Shane. Um, he fought the Undertaker, and he gave Undertaker his last match, and. And yeah, like you said, he's mentioned that he wants to work with Edge. A dark horse that I've heard is Austin Theory. Could be working with Edge. And if you have Austin Theory, unfortunately, Edge has to put him over. Mm. Edge has to put him over. And I think Austin Theory is a pretty good talent. But he might be... I'll put him as a dark horse there that... Look, Vince is very high on Austin Theory, and right now Austin Theory doesn't have like a match on the card. So, hey, putting him against Edge, working with Edge, and hey, you can see 
It could be kind of like Randy Orton type versus when he fought McFoley. Remember that made Randy Orton elevate himself into a bigger star. That yes. could be that could be of some sort. But I I agree with you. It's going to be AJ, and it's going to be a good match. I think that match is going to get like about 20, 22 minutes, twenty to twenty five oh, minutes. I hope that's, so. That's going to be that's going to be a good match. I really hope so. so. But we will see because again, Edge. Edge is gonna make the build, and we'll get more tidbits. I'm pretty sure on this episode of Raw. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure. Yeah, and then the last match of the night, we had RK Bro against Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. Um, if Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins win, I believe they were they would be added to the Raw Tag Team Title match against the Alpha Academy and RK Bro. Um, let's see. Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins went over mm-hmm. as Owens hit a stunner on Riddle and Rollins at the stop. And that led to the 1-2-3 victory. The match was about 12 minutes. And in two weeks, it's the Alpha Academy defending the Raw Tag Team titles against the RK Bro and Owens and his best friend Seth freaking Rollins <laughs> Seth Rollins and Owens celebrated and that was the end of Raw so what do you think of this uh, triple threat tag team match I'm surprised they're doing a triple threat tag team yeah, match I'm surprised uh, too. in two weeks now that Owens and Rollins have been added to the match I mean it's it's fine I, I, I like I like KO and and Seth working together. I think they they work well, and I think they're very they're very entertaining, uh, especially when they interact with each other uh, on camera. But I I don't know. I just I was kind of hoping that they would. I was hoping that what they would do is yeah they have the their quote unquote best friends right now. But I was hoping that they would start setting up a uh, a feud between. KO and Seth to to go into uh into Mania and I, I realize that they've they've had uh one on one matches already uh they fought in Mania I think yeah during the pan during the pandemic year with no fans right correct and I was just gonna allude to that where uh, KO did that stunt where he ran off the uh the Mania sign and then mm-hmm. uh, and then yeah he did like this crazy stunt and it, it looked pretty cool but so I know they've had their 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 Mania match but. They they work really well together, and I think if they would have a, another one on one at Mania, I think it would be really good. But unfortunately, it doesn't look like they're gonna do that. So triple threat. I mean, I don't know. I, look, I I like tag team wrestling, and WWE does not know how to book tag teams at all. So I just I don't know. I just this just doesn't do anything for me. I'm not looking forward to this. I'm sure the match will be fine, but I don't. I'm not looking forward to this at all. Like I, I, you know, where I really enjoy watching tag team wrestling is AEW. I actually like the tag team division in AEW and WWE. It's it's shit, but you know the the teams are good. I I like. I actually like Otis and, and Chad Gable. Uh, Chad Gable, aka the spiritual successor to uh, Kurt Angle. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, I mean, I don't know. I just it doesn't really do anything for me. But I'm again, I'm sure the match will be fine. Yep, and we will see that match in two weeks. That was the end of Raw. 
So now we now we move to SmackDown. This this episode of SmackDown was from the Giant Center in Hershey, Pennsylvania, the land of chocolate. Mmm, chocolate. <laughs> uh, to open off, yeah, to open off the show, there was a video between you know Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. It seems to me like that's the only match <laughs> that's getting any valuable time. Uh, a big announcement. Where was uh, WWE's billing Lesnar and Reigns as the biggest WrestleMania match of all time, as well as a winner-take-all championship unification match? And there was a contract signing later in the show, which I thought it was weird because I thought the contract signing was like maybe a week or two before the the event, but they want to do it six weeks in advance. I mean, they want to do like you said before. They they want to do contract signing for for everything. So you know, yeah. But kicking off the show, we had Ronda Rousey cutting a promo with Michael Cole. Oh, oof. Uh, Ronda Rousey talked about why she came back to the WWE. Uh, she listed her accolades as. Cole listed her accolades as she medaled in the Olympics in judo and she was the first woman UFC champion and she was the first woman inducted into the UFC Hall of Fame. Uh, They talked about what's next with Ronda saying that she wanted to tap out Charlotte Flair. Mm -hmm. Charlotte then showed up with the SmackDown Women's title. Charlotte said she showed her mercy at Elimination Chamber but she won't be that won't be the case at Mania because she'll be the first woman to make Rhonda tap. And after that, Rhonda can home to work on too. <laughs> Sonia Deville, which I don't know why she's in this in this program, but Sonia Deville attacked Rousey from behind. Charlotte took advantage by tripping up Rousey and ramming her right leg into the ring post twice. Sonia trash knocked her reconstructed uh yeah, knee, her re- right? yeah. Knee, yeah, her reconstructed knee. Um, and Sonya trash talked Ronda, so Rousey flipped her across the ring, and Rousey stood tall while the heels left. What do you think of the promo? Oh my gosh, where do I even start with this this dumpster fire uh, start to the show? Ronda cannot, she cannot cut a promo. She yeah, Ronda needs she somebody. Is, she is she is not good on a stick at all. She looks uncomfortable. She, she, it just, I feel nothing when she, she cuts a promo. So if anybody needs maybe a, a, a mouthpiece, it's, it's her, you know, but at least at this particular juncture, but yeah, she, yeah, that, that promo was, was no good. It did nothing for me. And then, then what, I, I thought they were done with Sonya. I thought this was going to be done at a uh, elimination chamber. Like what, what, what is she doing now? Like, so I'm confused. So. You have Ronda and you have Charlotte, right? You have them at, at Mania. Mm-hmm. So I would think that you want to focus on both of them, correct? So why why are you bringing in Sonya again for this? I mean, fine, if you wanted to have Sonya in, in, this, in this feud, fine. But like I said, just finish it off at an elimination chamber and that, that should have been just should have been the end of it but so you're 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 sticking her in this again and you're taking away focus from charlotte and ronda where you should be putting more focus on on just those two 
So, mm-hmm. so now what do you do? So, what are you telling me that they're going to do? Is it going to be a, a handicap match at Mania? Is it going to be a, a, a triple threat? Because you know she is a quote unquote authority figure when she has her her blazer on. So maybe she's Which like, so that's oh, another stupid concept. Yeah, too, that's but... another stupid concept. <laughs> but but what, what if I'm just saying? What if she's like, well, since I have this blazer. I can just insert myself to this this title fight, and I want to make it a triple threat. It just, it, it just doesn't make sense. I'm not saying they're going to do that. I'm just giving you an example, of course. But I, it's just this is just so dumb, and it's just I have to say this is maybe maybe I'm over exaggerating a little bit just because I'm in the moment. But to me, this is one of the worst starts to a SmackDown that I've seen at least in a little while. So yeah, it was it was not good at all. Like I and I just to note, I was not feeling well on Friday. I, I had a really big headache. I, I think it was a migraine. And that that promo probably you got that, from watching the show. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say that that did not make me feel any better at all. But it just it just was not good. I I'm sure you agree with me, but it was just terrible. It was a it's hot garbage. It really yeah. was. And to further the storyline. There was a backstage scene in the office with WWE official Adam Pierce performing Song of the Face Ronda Rousey on SmackDown next week. Upper management, and who is upper management, I guess, Vin, made the match official. And Sonya didn't have any reaction. That was bad. Sonya needed to be like, what the, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, a little angry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but there was no reaction from Sonya. I don't know why she's been a focal point in these and i get it i think they want ronda to get more you know more sympathy from the fans or the fans to get behind her but you don't want they don't want her to interact with charlotte so they got to give her somebody and that's sonya deville sonya deville was a former mixed martial artist so i don't know if her and uh ronda have some a prior relationship and they like working with each other and probably Mm -hmm. that's it but yeah yeah, that's that's not good. I don't know why they have they are injecting her into this match, but and this, and but don't that. get me wrong, I like Sonya Deville. I, I don't I don't want to get it twisted. I, I like her as a as a wrestler and everything. I think she's fine. I think uh, her promo skills they're 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 fine, you know. But and I actually like her as a performer. But as far as this whole uh, gimmick and thing about being a authority figure, it's it's not working. It's 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 just not working for her. So, yeah, they they need to just scrap it, especially with the stupid blazer thing. Uh, what was it a month ago that they had basically that? Oh, it's so hot in here. It's so hot in here. And basically, yeah, yeah, they were just saying how uh, how it was so hot, and she didn't want to take off the blazer or something because when she has the blazer, she has like the authority. Whatever, whatever. I'm, I'm probably, yeah, it's no, it's, yeah, you're right. So the blazer pretty much gives her the the power the power which is stupid oh and, and one last thing i just want to mention this has nothing to do with nothing but since you mentioned adam pierce i always kind of laugh because uh when when dom always sees him she's like i don't know why but when i see that man he reminds me of like a porn star and i'm like oh okay <laughs> yep that's a-, <laughs> a porn star adam pierce <laughs> Yes. <laughs> but anyways, I just wanted to mention it randomly, but yeah, but no, it's that that again, dumpster fire of a start to, to SmackDown, and I, I was not a fan at all. 
Yep, but we got that match. We got that. We got that match to look. So, yeah, hopefully it's not a match. If it's longer than about than five minutes, and it doesn't have Ronda lock on her. The one problem I have is that Ronda's armbar does not look devastating enough no. because she's trying to protect them, mm-hmm. and it doesn't it doesn't look very devastating as it was in the UFC. I understand that it's she's got to work it in to try to protect who she applying it to, but mm-hmm. yeah, it doesn't look as devastating. But I, I I will say I will say the one time that it looked good, and I, I have to put an asterisk for what I'm about to say, and and I'll explain in a second. But the one time I actually did look at her do that move on on somebody and actually looked pretty good was when she did it on Alexa Bliss. But the asterisk is, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, she's double jointed, so Uh. she can just yeah, she could just kind of just do her thing. And it, it, I remember this must have been man three three years ago, three three or four years ago that. Um, she was having, I think, a program or something involving Alexa Bliss, and she put her in an armbar, and it looked nasty. And honestly, at, at the time, I didn't know that she was double jointed. But after after the whole that whole episode of, um, of Raw and that that whole little skit or whatever interaction happened, I later found out that she's double jointed, and I was like, ah, okay, that makes sense. But that was the one time I actually looked at it, and I was like, oh wow, this looks legit. <laughs> But, yeah, but we will see going forward. But that's the match that we have next week. Moving Yay. forward, we had the Usos. You know, the Usos, SmackDown Tag Team. They were interviewed by Roberts. Sam Roberts was there inconspicuously, and he was there <laughs> all random. Yes. Even the point where Pat McAfee was like, what the fuck is he doing here? But... <laughs> more or less, yeah. M- more yeah, or more less. or less. <laughs> uh, Jay Uso talked about the contract signing for the biggest WrestleMania match of all time. Jimmy said that the Big Uso, which is Roman, is going to put work on Brock Lesnar's. The Usos were, marking, were mocking Sam, so then the Viking Raiders showed up to attack the Usos with punches. The Usos ran off while the Viking Raiders said that they wanted their title match. We talked about it in last week's episode of the pod and it turns out yes this match was cut because the promos leading up to the matches took too long and it cut into their match and you that, called they it had by to, the way you called it by yeah. the way yeah they had to adjust on the fly and set up this angle where they just beat them up again because they didn't have any time so we're gonna eventually gonna get this match but there's been no announcement at all made when are we going to have this match um so yeah when do you think we'll have this match it'll probably be at mania i mean that's that's the only thing that really makes sense to me i mean you you don't you don't have to do anything with the with the the tag team champs i guess but it just makes sense to just put them at mania so it'll probably happen at mania but and one thing I just do want to mention, and of course, I know nothing about TV production and how the time thing works. I, I have no idea how that works. But one thing I do I do have to say or mention that I've been thinking about, yes, you did call it that they they scrapped the match and they did that, imp- that improv um, no contest because of uh, 
time constriction. But what I don't understand is, fine, if that happens on, say, SmackDown or Raw, okay, I get that because you're on a network. You know, they have other shows that they that are going to run after your show. But you're on a streaming network where once the once the premium live event is over all you see is thank you for tuning in <laughs> and, and, and you just get like this little corny music just playing over and over so that's one thing and and i don't i don't know if you can answer that but i'm just kind of just thinking out loud but that's one thing i don't understand like how can you be cutting it for time constraints when you you could theoretically you could have the 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 show go for 10 hours and there's nothing really that's going to be playing after after you so i i don't get it but I, I guess it's irrelevant i guess yeah yeah but oh well again moving forward to the show we have a debut zaya lee debuting against natalia um unfortunately she has an entrance that she looks like a mortal Kombat character and she's got like <laughs> lightning and stuff coming out great production but again it makes you think that she shoots out lightning bolts and she, does. she doesn't i just presentation to be honest i think she's a good Isaiah Lee beating in her smackdown debut with a roundhouse kick right to the back of her head um it was a it was a good match uh moving forward we have Sami Zayn's internet intercontinental championship celebration <laughs> where he walked out in a gold jacket. His hair was kind of done. My problem with this match <laughs> is that Sami Zayn laughed because again, he supposedly shattered Shinsuke Nakamura's kneecap and Zayn said he would be a willing You'd be willing to defend the cha- the defend the title against any and all comers, and then jackass music. <laughs> and out comes Johnny Effin Knoxville. Please, and I hope this doesn't happen. But Johnny Knoxville again did a promo saying that he was there to challenge him for the Intercontinental <laughs> Championship match. And he said that Sammy had no ball, so Sammy, hello, hell of a kicks, twice, right? twice. twice. The first yeah. one kind of grazed him; he protected one, but the second one, it looked like he got him. Mm-hmm. And Sammy, Sammy just kicked his ass and came out. So I just hope this is not, this is not a feud going forward <laughs> where Sammy Zayn has to fight Johnny Knoxville. For the IC title at Mania, I hope not. Uh, but what do you I, think about this? I hope not either. And and I like Johnny Knoxville, but no, I, I don't. <laughs> not for the IC title. If anything, I, I will say this: if you want to have a celebrity try to get a, a strap, have it the twenty four seven. That's what mm-hmm. it's for, right? That's what it's for. Mm-hmm. So why not use it in, in that capacity? I mean, you all you have is just uh, Reggie and R-Truth and, you know, the crew of, of, of the, the the people in Harry uh, just kind of running around. Dana Brooke. Trying, yeah, Dana Brooke. Like, 
do this is an opportunity that you could do something different with the 24/7 belt and and it would be perfectly fine. No one would have have a beef with it. That to me that's what it's for. Give Johnny the 20 You know what? And and, and if you like for example, if you have Johnny be the 24/7 champion, you could do skits outside with him too. And and that would switch it up and 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 I think it would kind of freshen it up a little bit, but of course they're not doing that, but yeah, again, I I like Johnny, but this it's just another gimmick match, you know. Same thing with uh, with Logan Paul and the Miz mm-hmm. and, and the Mysterios. It's just it's just a gimmick match, and I don't I don't know how this is gonna go because if if they do have their uh, a, a match at at Mania, I I don't know how this is gonna go. I don't I don't think Johnny. I'm, look, Johnny, I'm sure could take a bump. As we've seen from, I mean, he, he almost got gored by a bull. So yeah, so I think, bear, I think so. yeah, so I think he could take a bump. So in that aspect, <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm not necessarily worried that oh, he's not going to look good selling or whatever. I'm sure he'll he'll be fine in that aspect. But as far as is doing moves and things like that, like I don't know, like I just, it's just, it's I don't think it's I think it's kind of going to be a little bit of a train wreck to be honest with you, but. um I guess we'll see what they do, but I'm I'm not a fan of of, of this gimmick match that, that they're that they're trying to have for for Mania. And again, granted, kind of I have to repeat myself. Same thing with Logan Paul. I know that they want to get um, as many eyeballs at, uh, on the show as they can, and they want to bring out or bring in people that normally don't watch the show to watch the show, but. I, I think you could have done something something different. Um, yeah, I mean, if you wanted to incorporate Johnny because he has a movie to had a movie to uh, promote, and uh, I think it premiered earlier this month. And Jackass had, Forever, correct. And you had all that stuff going, and, and you had him in the Rumble. Fine, you know, but that should have been the end of it. You know, that should Johnny uh, entering the Rumble and and being in the Rumble. That should have been the end of that, but. They're obviously continuing it, so um, yeah, this will. I'm not gonna lie, this will probably be a snack break for me. The the yeah. Jake Paul, the Jake Paul would be the I'm gonna go take a piss and take a shit, and mm-hmm. the John the Johnny is gonna be I'm gonna go grab a beer. So, yep. And continuing with Sami Zayn, uh, he was backstage talking to WWE official Adam Pearce, with Zayn saying he was sorry for what he did. But Knoxville got in the ring with him. Ricochet then showed up and interrupted the discussion. And Ricochet said he was there to fight. Mm-hmm. Since Sammy said he wanted to be a fighting champion. So Pierce set up Zayn versus Ricochet for the IC title next week. Ricochet laughed at, Shane, at Zayn, who left in silence. So we next week on SmackDown, we got Zayn against the underutilized Ricochet for the Intercontinental Championship. What do you think? I think it'll be a good match. Your uh, your new Rey Mysterio is still sitting there, and they don't want to. Uh, yeah, he wanna... he needs to leave. Yeah, like he and I, and I think we've mentioned we mentioned this maybe like uh, a month and a half ago or whatever it was when two months ago when we went to go see SmackDown and we we did a podcast. This guy looks the part. Like he has everything that you want to to make a. Uh, your your new Rey Mysterio, but they don't want to pull the trigger. But whatever, it's neither here nor there. But yeah. the match is going to be fine. But mm-hmm. I, I, 
he's not gonna he's not gonna go over. You know, it's it's just a filler match just for just cause and um it's not really gonna do anything for either one, especially not for Ricochet. Cause especially just like we talked about a minute ago, if they're if it if they're planning to in the way it looks like now, it looks like they're going to have their feud where with uh Johnny and Sami Zayn, it would make absolutely no sense that Ricochet would go over it and there'd be a title change. So that mm-hmm. we know that's not gonna happen. So to me, as much as I, I I really love Ricochet and I think he's a tremendous talent and he's criminally underutilized, but this this is nothing. I I I'm I'm I, sh- I can just ignore this match and I'm not. It's nothing's gonna change for me. So you know, it, again, it is what it is, and you know, I just I just wish they could do something more with Ricochet, but instead he's just uh, just a filler guy, you know. Yep, but we'll see. We'll see what happens next week uh, when they have their match. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving forward, Sasha Banks, the boss, returned and against Shotzi. But mm-hmm. before that, we had Naomi come in, and Naomi joined commentary, and Pat was dancing to her music, <laughs> and he looked hilarious. Yes, but As he always uh, does. Yep, uh, Sasha Banks made Sh- uh, Shotzi tap. To the bank statement and right after Naomi got into the ring and got into the ring with Sasha Banks and said you're looking at the next women's tag team champions and Banks hugged her and I guess they're going to have the ti- they're going to have a title match between Carmella and Selena Vega I did not know they were women tag team champions I forgot uh, I, I totally forgot when, when's the last time they were even on TV I can't even I have, remember I don't even know why they made these titles, honestly. If you were not, if you were not going to feature them, but no, but that's neither here nor there right now. But yeah, but moving forward, Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss. <laughs> we they they made a promo, and I actually liked the selling for Madcap Moss. <laughs> I thought that they're making so much, and if you haven't seen it, go back and see the bump that he had, and they went over it, and it was scary. He should have had a neck brace on. He should have had a neck brace on. Yeah, yeah. They could have like just, you know, sold it for what it was worth. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But basically, Corbin teased that they were gonna have a match against Drew McIntyre, and it's a WrestleMania caliber match. There's a hint, hint there. Mm -hmm. And Corbin said he's gonna show Drew McIntyre who the real warrior is. Drew McIntyre then makes his. Then makes his uh, entrance with Cole saying about the SmackDown Warrior now. I don't, <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, but then Happy Corbin came in with Madcap Moss, and then I don't know why, but said that it should be Madcap Moss getting into the ring with Drew McIntyre. So we actually have a rematch of the. We actually had a rematch of the match of eliminate in elimination chamber madcap monsters drew mcintyre one of the highlights of the show jesus christ what a glasgow kiss yeah. it sounded like two heads cracked yeah um but long story short drew mcintyre ended up in the claymore and he went over and again the sword and he pointed to he pointed to uh baron uh corbin happy corbin and Looks like that's what we're heading. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
continue on with the show. Ronda Rousey was interviewed by a Megan Morant, who I don't know who she is. She might be new. Yeah. Um, asking her her thoughts about a match with Sonya next week. Rousey said that she's going to show everybody what happens when authority figures step out of line. Sounds like a fight to me. Then mm-hmm. we get to the event of the sh- main event of the show, the con. But before that, we do want to clear on SmackDown. We got two title matches. Finally, we'll get the Usos against the Viking Raiders. A follow topic of the pod. That will be next week. And Sami Zayn defends his Intercontinental Championship against Ricochet. Also, Ronda Rousey versus Sam Deville. Uh, but we had Roman Reigns come out with uh, you had a bunch of indie pro, uh, security guards that they were indie, uh, I guess, indie wrestlers. Local talent and or whatever. Local yeah. talent. Um, yeah. You had Roman Reigns trying to get Hershey's a land chocolate <laughs> to acknowledge him. Here's some booze. But now we had Paul Heyman did a promo saying that there's going to be that this WrestleMania, this year's WrestleMania match is going to be enormous. It's going to be the biggest, the single biggest match in history. Bigger than Hulk Hogan versus Andre. Uh, <laughs> bigger than Stone Cold Steve Austin versus The Rock. No way. <laughs> no bigger way. than when Heyman, Heyman himself conquered the Undertaker <laughs> WrestleMania streak. There's other matches where I think Heyman could have mentioned. The Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels matches, I think, was pretty good. Ric Flair versus yeah. Shawn Michaels. Uh, Bret Rock Hart versus... versus Hogan. Yeah, Rock versus Hogan. I'm surprised I didn't say that one. Uh, Shawn Michaels, yeah, Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart, the Iron yeah. Man match. Yeah, but he's saying that he gives <laughs> Lesnar half the credit for for beating the Undertaker streak. I don't know what I don't know what Heyman did other than <laughs> look like he looked possessed. Shocked. Uh, yeah, yep, shocked. Heyman said that Reigns will celebrate. His GOAT status while running down all of the things for the WrestleMania match while noting it was title versus title unification match. Heyman said that this is the contract signing for the biggest WrestleMania match of all time. And that Heyman said that security guys were there to protect Lesnar from his own impulsiveness and to protect Lesnar from Roman Reigns. Right. Heyman said that's what they call a cliffhanger and we got a commercial. Wow. Literally, I was like, whoa, it just it caught me off guard. Yeah. And then we got an announcement. Vince McMahon and McAfee's show on Thursday at 12 on YouTube. It's weird because Vince doesn't make these type of appearances. Cole, oh. asked, Cole asked how Pat pulled it off. How Vince is in studio and Pat said he had no idea. Great answer. <laughs> and you you actually have some theories about this. What what theories would you have about Vince McMahon showing up in Pat McAfee's show? So I, I well I don't know if I, I we would want to say it's a theory, but you know I'm just watching YouTube videos like for example like uh, what culture what culture wrestling and things of that nature. They're saying that there's going to be now brace yourself, everyone. Hope you're sitting down. Vince McMahon versus the genetic Jack- 
Correct, the genetic jackhammer versus Pat McAfee at WrestleMania. So I I have a hard another time believing another gimmick another gimmick match. By the way, so before before I, I say what I'm going to say about this match, this is a, the to me this is a gimmick match. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Vince, but this is this is a gimmick match. Uh, three gimmick matches on the card for WrestleMania as it stands. If they actually do go through with this that's three too many in my in my uh humble opinion uh it, it yeah like you need to stop with this and, and then vince what are you doing like are you are you that insane that you that you actually want to have a match with pat mcafee I, and, it, and how old is vince isn't it 80 seven, and then pat McAfee doesn't i get it he, he did a good job and and in the NXT match, but he can't work. He can't carry no. Vince. No, what is he going to do? Pun his head? Like, you know, <laughs> what is he going to do? I think, uh, to be fair, let's be fair, Vince is 76. You know, let's take off those yep, four years. Like I said, 80. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he's 90, but it, anyways. Um, yeah, that, hopefully, if oh, I, I'm, hopefully, for Vince's sake, for everyone's sake, if they do decide to do it, I hope this is a, a a Bill Goldberg special where it's five minutes or less. So I, I really hope that it's something like that. And I hope that um, maybe you have Austin Theory pop in and, and mm-hmm. try to help. Yep. His, uh, you read my his, mind. His, ben, his mentor, you know. So, Except so, the unexpected. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So maybe, I don't know, maybe the match starts and... Vince takes like a like a bump, and then here comes Austin Theory, and then Austin Theory uh, pretty much finishes the match for for uh, for Vince. I'm hoping that's that's what happens, but I don't know. Vince is crazy, so I I, I really can't tell you one way or the other. Like, I, if if he actually goes through with this, and there's God forbid if it's a ten or fifteen minute match, I wouldn't be surprised because this guy is insane. This guy is utterly insane, but yeah, please, for the love of God, just just have Austin Theory uh, uh, face Pat McAfee and and, and have that be <laughs> have that be on the card if you want to do that. But yeah, it's it's not going to be pretty. Uh, when's the last time that Vince was actually in in the in the ring when he taking a bump? Was it was it when uh, when KO headbutted him? Is that right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and that was I can't remember how long Ooh, that ago might have that been was. like three, maybe three, four years ago. Five, maybe four. Oh, yeah, five. yeah, and I think that's the last time I've seen him take a bump. So, and I think the last time he actually was in a le- legit match was with uh, Bret Hart, right? Like twelve years ago. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it'll be very interesting. Oh, and another thing that might be interesting if this happens is what ring attire is he gonna have? <laughs> is he gonna oh, have yeah. his? Uh, is he gonna have his uh, black Levi's with his little uh, with singlet, singlet with a singlet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or maybe come out the way he uh, he he posed in um, a men's fitness with the with the chain around his neck. Just for oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, he is for... the genetic jackhammer. So. <laughs> but uh, that would be so interesting. But I, I really have a feeling that they're gonna pull the trigger on this because again, he is crazy. So it would not shock me at all. 
Yep. Oh, we'll just have to watch Pat McAfee's show on Thursday to see what's going on. But yeah. we, yeah, but we came back from commercial break, and guess whose music hits? Your man, Cowboy Brock, Brock <laughs> Lesnar, with his cowboy hat and jeans, and he had a very nice area area jacket. Big fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Big fan. Um, I, I like the look. I definitely like the look. So then Lesnar comes in, puts his WWE title on the table and smirks at Roman. And then Lesnar, Mr. Acknowledgement and Mr. Dick, because that's what he calls the walrus, Paul Heyman, <laughs> allow me to introduce myself. And Lesnar introduced himself as Paul Heyman used to introduce him. Oh, and the shit. fans chanted, yeah, yeah. Um, and, the ch- and the fans chanted along with him. And Lesnar said he had to contain himself a bit because he admitted that he is very impulsive. And he said that you think the skid mark security guys will stop Brock <laughs> will stop Brock from kicking Roman and Paul's ass. And Lesnar the only thing stopping him Lesnar said he's going to sign the contract and then he's going to kick their ass. And he's going to get paid for it. We know, Lesnar, you get paid for everything. So, mm. Lesnar signed the contract first, and then he threw it at Reigns. Heyman said that he he's had it with Brock's disrespect. Heyman said that this is not going to be a, this is not going to be a unification match because again, Brock is going to lose the WWE title next Saturday in Madison Square Garden. Reigns signed the contract to make it official, and then Pierce. Left the left with the contract, and he ran away with Sonya Deville. <laughs> uh, Reigns said, <laughs> "You must be confused, farm boy." Reigns said that the WWE title is going to be his title because he'll smash Lesnar at WrestleMania. Reigns said that this is his show, my ring, my cameraman, and these are his people because they acknowledge him. Reigns left the ring. Rain said that the commentary team works for him. Very passionate by Reigns, by the way. Rain said promo. That, promo. Yeah. Rain said that that sign is his because he is WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. He pointed at the sign. Rain said that he runs this show and everybody works for him, including mm-hmm. the security in the ring. To, to Lesnar. And Lesnar faced off with the security guys in the ring. Lesnar beat them up with punches, kicks, suplex across the ring. And this is what I thought was funny. Lesnar threw a chair at one of the guys yeah, and hit him did. straight in the face. Flush. Like, yeah. Lesnar hit a guy with the table in the <laughs> ring. Lesnar hit a security guy with an F5. Lesnar hit another security guy with a German suplex. As Reigns was by the entrance area, while Lesnar stood tall in the ring and Brock's music playing. And that was the end of the show. Your thoughts on this action-packed contract signing? So that that skid mark remark was actually really funny. That was actually really, I, I genuinely laughed out loud when you said that. Um, the the promo that Roman cut it was I thought was amazing. It One was of really his best good. promos I think he's ever done. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. It, it definitely coming a long way from suffering succotash. But yeah, uh, I think he should have added that it's his reign because he's the one that's there the whole time. He's not a part. If he would have told him I'm not a part time worker mm-hmm. or a part time employee, I think it would have just drove the point home even more. 
I think it would have just been a nice little added bonus into that promo. But yeah, it was a very good promo. Yeah, no, I agree. That that definitely would have been the the, the cherry on top of the Sunday. Mm-hmm. But even yes. without the cherry, it was amazing. And I gobbled every every bit of that Sunday. It was great. Uh <laughs> and the the whole Yeah, yeah, it was just great. And then and then the way Brock destroyed everybody in the ring. Even though we all saw it coming, we knew it was coming. It was still pretty cool to see. I, I thought it made Brock look like Brock. I mean, how else can you make mm-hmm. the guy look? But um, like I said, with uh, the promo and the whole thing that was going on on Monday, that got me more excited uh, about this matchup. This definitely kicked it up another notch from where I was before the show started on Friday. So I'm like really, really excited now to watch this match. So, hey, I'll give WWE credit to where it's when it's due. They're, at least to me, they're doing they're doing a really good job so far of, of building this match. As far as it being the, the biggest match of all time, no, I I, <laughs> I know they have to they have to hype it up, of course, but I will definitely take uh, <laughs> I will definitely take Rock and uh, Stone Cold over over Brock and and Roman. No offense to either or, but um, but no, they, but they are doing a, a phenomenal job of, of hyping up this this uh, this match that's coming up in um, a little a little over a month or so. But uh, yeah, it, it did the job, and I think contrary to how the show started, I think this was a, a great way to. And end the show on Friday. Yeah, I think uh, if you took anything away from SmackDown, it's really the time that they put into, you know, hype, and then the time that they're gonna they put into hype up the Ronda Rousey Charlotte match. Yeah, I I, I actually looked at my um, at my watch when when uh, Roman came out when they were gonna start the uh, the final segment for uh, for SmackDown. It was eight thirty eight. So they, yeah, they, they gave it time. Yeah, they they definitely gave it time. And granted, I know you they there was a commercial break squeezed in, of course, obviously, but that's a nice little chunk of time, and and I think they used it very well. Uh, so they they definitely hit the mark uh, as far as uh, hyping everything up so far. Yes, and yep, that was the end of the show. Um, and so far, the matches that we have official going into the WrestleMania. Premium live event. Yes. Um, the lineup so far is that winner takes Roman means uh, against Brock Lesnar. Um, that match is scheduled to be on Sunday. We got the SmackDown Women's Championship match between Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey. We know that one's scheduled to be the main event on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got the Raw Women's Championship match between Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair. And then you have this other match. So far, we only got four confirmed matches. Rey Mysterio versus The Miz. And Lo- Hi. So, so far, again, we're on the road to WrestleMania. And matches that are made official so far. But it, it's all about Brock and Roman. You know? Yeah. It is. It's going to be stupendous. Oh, yeah. Stupendous. Again, Pat McAfee. <laughs> Hopefully, Vince kicks them in the face because I'm tired of hearing stupendous, but then that's really coming from Vince, but whatever. But, but yep, that was that's that's our episode of the pod this week uh, going over the, the state of the WWE and giving you some news about Cesaro 
uh, leaving, leaving the WWE, and we'll see what happens. Again, we have two big shows coming up this week in SmackDown and Raw, and yeah, we'll we'll be watching them as well as you guys are will be as well. Um, again, thank you everyone for listening to this week's episode of the Truth Style Wrestling Podcast. We have other we have other surprises coming up, Manny. What surprises do we have on the future episodes? Well, one episode that we are currently working on, and hopefully we can we can get it out uh, ASAP, is we want to make a podcast where how we would book WrestleMania. So I'm actually looking forward to that uh, that episode. I'm currently working on my notebook as far as what matches I would have on that card. And I am almost done. So I am looking forward to sharing my thoughts and sharing the matches and how I would book WrestleMania with not only you, Martin, but just to everybody listening. Yeah, it come from, from the brilliant mind of Manny. We have this this great concept idea. And hopefully you guys hopefully you guys will enjoy it. Another another uh, teaser episode comes from the brilliant mind of Dominique. Of yes. Dominique. Uh what what other what is this uh teaser for the another upcoming pod episode so i i figured well i shouldn't say i figured dominique figured it would be a a fun idea to go over past pay-per-views uh especially pay-per-views that we hold fondly in our hearts and just rewatch them and kind of go over with uh the card and what we saw and everything with with everybody and just not only go over what happened the results and how we how we feel about um the premium live event i was gonna say the pay-per-view but or could i say pay-per-view because technically it's it's when they call yeah. it pay-per-view the pay-per-view, yeah they were pay-per-view the pay-per-view and um just go over it and I, we would just think it would be like a fun little concept kind of uh, scratch the uh nostalgic itch uh that we have i i know i definitely have that nostalgic itch um, as much as I, as much as I love the program, the the wrestling, and I love my WWE, don't get me wrong, but I, I definitely yearn for the for the good old days. So storytelling, brilliant. Correct. So I, I think that will be a nice little uh, implementation to our podcast. Just kind of sprinkle that in, and and looking forward to to sharing the the first one uh, with everybody. Yeah, and we'll. We we know what it is, and just and and it'll be a teaser for you guys. It will be a WrestleMania that will be our first. That's going to be our first rev- pay per view review, but we're not going to tell you guys which one. So, so it, it just keep just keep and just keep stay tuned. Again, we have lots of fresh content ideas that we're going to bring you guys in this pod. And again, we appreciate you guys for listening and please share this podcast with everybody that is a fan of professional wrestling and anybody who enjoys professional wrestling appreciate everybody that listens to it another a shameless plug for mine if you're interested in sports listen to the shy sports convo where we go over real over uh, sports topics about the landscape of the sports world today but but Thank you, everyone, for listening to this week's episode. And we're on our road to WrestleMania and on our road to new exciting content.
thank you everyone for listening to the Shoot Style Wrestling Podcast. For more exciting content, please follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all of your podcast listening platforms.